Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Hello, uh, Fightful Faithful. Welcome uh, to Kate's hotel room. Uh, which Welcome is to the my new, hotel. This is, the, this is the new talk show on Tuesdays. They got so many of them now, we decided to have our own. <laughs> Uh, well, we talked to you about, about mostly garbage, but also we recap things that happen on NXT if we're feeling like it. Uh, yeah, yeah, we sing songs and we do puns. Right. But that's mostly the garbage that we, that we talk about. Honestly, it is, it is fun. It's fun garbage, but it, it's, it's garbage. Garbage? I'm I mean, sorry. I mean, I don't garbage? Know. I don't know. Have you been here for the puns? <laughs> it's, I didn't say it wasn't fun or funny. But it's, 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 you it's are nonsense. insulting the it's, art form of puns. It's nonsense. What we do, what we do is absolute nonsense. Well, yeah. 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 But life is nonsense, Alex. That's true. You know what else is nonsense? What's not, what else is nonsense? Not getting your super chats and humper chats, not leaving That'd a thumbs true. up on this video, yep, not going yep. to twitch.tv slash fightful gaming because mm-hmm. this is the Sour Grabs post show for May 16th. Guys, there's so many different ways you can support us. A free one, leaving the old thumbs up. But if you want to spend your money on the greatest scoops in the game, mm-hmm. You could be picking it like Chino Martinez used to at first base, all right? That's the kind of scoops you're going to get at Fightful Select. He should have won a gold glove over Rafael Palmero, but we're not here to talk about how Chino Martinez should have won a gold glove off of Rafael Palmero, even though that was a complete joke. We're here to talk NXT, but please go to FightfulSelect.com, get your CM Punk updates, find out more about what AEW's got in the pipe. That's coming tomorrow. Um, you can read all about so much of uh, the contract news that's coming down the pike. You can read about Will Washington signing with AEW and how he is the sole person in charge of all of creative at AEW. Not really, but you'll also get bonus content like me and Alex doing our paywall pay-per-view post shows, which we will have coming up for, uh, we'll have a Sands of Blind review, actually. I forgot. I have to do a little extra a little extra work for that. So I'm glad I remembered, but uh, plenty of content there and more. But today we're talking NXT. Well, Alex is going nuts about his nuts over there. That's right. I'm going nuts for my nuts. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. uh, little, little uh, trick. Um, I like a little, little, I like a little trick, a little Carmelo. See what it mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I do. Um, I, I like, I like, a, I like a good uh, tandem mix nuts. But obviously, it's always in the wrong proportions. 
because I'm I'm a cashew and a pecan guy. So what I'll oh, do yeah, is no. I'll get I'll get little things of those and off to the side. And then once I get halfway through the mixed nuts, I fill it back up with only cashews and pecans, and then I shake it up. So now it's mostly cashews and pecans with some almonds and and and, and peanuts in there. It's the, it's the right proportions for me, personally. You know, it's funny that you like a good bag of mixed nuts because that's generally what NXT is, and you don't. Seem it is. To be a fan. It is. Mm-hmm. 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 See, mm-hmm. I'm not an almond gal, true. so I'm with you. I mean, I'll 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 eat an almond. I I'm, I won't I won't. I'll I'll eat an almond, but it's not my fave. No, I'm a, a cashew and peanut. Mm. That's where I'm uh-huh. at. Um, uh, should we do Mother's Day puns? Because it was a couple of days ago. Mom, mom puns. Uh, it was, was my all, birthday I, a couple of days ago. Yeah, we should we just do? Should we do birthday birthday puns? Yeah, we are. We've already done birthday puns for other people, but we got to do it again for you. I'm the freaking co-host of the show, man. If we can do them for me, enormous. I think we can do them for me. I'm broadcasting from a hotel. I worked all day. I'm watching this drivel called NXT. The least you could do is send in some birthday puns. Hotel puns. (laughs) Hotel puns slash birthday puns. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you vetoed Mm -hmm. my birthday puns. Um, uh, Kane is the in lieu big of birthday red... puns. Send hotel puns. <laughs> Kane is the big red ice machine. Oh, very good. Uh-huh. Very good. Yeah, I'll take it. But Luis says sixty-nine related puns. See, now that's a problem because no, no, because no, then we no, because then their people are going to take that the wrong way, and that is uh, correct. Yeah. Chris Pereira says Tino Pereira, Tino Tino Martin. Chris Pereira says Tino Marte- <laughs> Tino Martinez, Rafael Permero. When did Fightful hire Mike and the Mad Dog? They didn't because I'm awake, unlike Mike Francesa. Mm-hmm. You're a little Mad Dogish though. You're a little Chris Russo. He wore like weird Argyle sweaters. So I interned at SiriusXM. And I would mm-hmm. walk by that guy's office and he was just always ranting and sweaty. Like that was not a gimmick for being mm. on air. He yeah, would just be bad. sweating in an Argyle mm-hmm. sweater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Jambeard. Uh, wait, hold it. Someone. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Somebody's. Huh? Okay, oh, we go. Ricardo says Brazil nuts are the nuts I like. I like a Brazil nut. I like a macadamia nut. I'm not. I'm like, there's very few nuts. I don't. I don't enjoy at some level. Just my favorite are cashews and pecans. And uh, Kim Gray says, LOL, at Alex saying pecans. Pecans is a much funnier way to say pecan. I, I understand appreciate... the actual way is to, say, is to say pecan, but pecan is so much funnier. I appreciate that so far we have talked about the Gold Glove Award in probably like 1999 mm-hmm, <laughs> and nuts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. True. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Jambeard says, screw the new yuck wanks. Let's go BJ's. And uh, uh, actually, there's a guy, the beach. Let's go the beaches. Yay, beaches. You're about having just about the same season, fella. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and Luis says, go Astros. So there you go. No, fuck that. Um, yeah, we're past five minutes in. <laughs> they deserve it. 
Um, okay. So, uh, well, hey, we got our, we got our, uh, of course, we have to start out with, with the, with the pleasantries from, uh, J.W. Pringle, who says, Alex, the astounding birthday, babe, Kate, e- oh, Elizabeth, you. proud Papa Elizabeth, sisters, jam man, meat man, Jake Soursaurus, Luis, and all the SGS, I watched Letterkenny instead of NXT, no regrets. No, no regrets no at all. No regrets. So I have to uh, say, I don't think my dad is in the chat today. And this oh. is how much my dad is crushing retirement. I can't remember which retirement activity ha- he has tonight. Mm. I can't remember if he has a 10-15 softball game, which I think was last night. But mm. he's also like doing a Civil Air Patrol flight simulator thing wow. where he like actually gets to go in a cockpit. My dad is crushing being retired. Like crushing it. I can barely get a hold of him. He's busy like every day of the week. Uh-huh. So he can't be here, but he sends his regards as always. <laughs> you know what? You know what's going to be great when I'm finally retired? And honestly, like I live the life of a retired man now. Um, uh, I, 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 I won't when my daughter is home from school for the summer because I'll like do stuff with her and take her places. But um, uh, but it's I putter around the house. You putter? I have to putter. I putter. I I I do I do chores. You know I, I putter, but uh, my my dad uh, will not stop. He will create projects for him to do around the house. He cannot stop. He's one of those type A workaholics who will never ever stop. He'll die with like a garden trowel in his hand because he won't be able to stop doing everything. I yep. can't wait to be actually retired because I'm I'm just gonna do nothing. I won't. See, even, my... I, I won't even consider the possibility of doing anything. That's what I'm gonna do. So my dad, and not to get too much talking about family or dark on this podcast, but my grandfather, before he passed away, was in like six bands. And my dad was like, when I retire, I'm going to actually retire and not have this other job. Um, Mm -hmm. But then when my grandparents got older and were able to do less, my dad was like, oh, I'm going to be involved in a lot of activities because like Mm -hmm. being that active, I think, is what helped Mm -hmm. them kind of like age easier. So he, he's been back and forth on it, but he's narrowed in on a good like set of things that keep him busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas I yeah. feel like I am lazier than him and I am not retired and I am in my 30s. Right. <laughs> right. No. Um, uh, uh, Jim Pringle says, I want to be Papa La Paul Elizabeth when I grow up. Um, uh, Jim, Jim Beard says, happy belated 27th birthday to Killa Kate. Hopefully she <laughs> got all the, all the B-Day bumps and B-Day humps a lady could ask for. Um, you. uh, me, me you're off by about a decade almost, not, <laughs> but I appreciate you. But, hey, listen, <laughs> I'm 17, let, is what I mean just, by that. There you go. See, I mean, yeah, yep. see? Uh, 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 what do you call it? Child prodigy. Um, enormous <laughs> says, Sup, partners. Kate is the best. Kate, number one. My nationals aren't a complete trash fire, and Dan Snyder is gone from the football team. Happy Taco Tuesday. Happy Taco Tuesday to you. Uh, Jake Sauerzar says, Sir JW, hope all is well in the Pringle household. Isn't that nice? We get like pleasantries, but between uh, people in the chat, back and forth to each other. It's the That's the best. Nice. It's my favorite thing. That when people is- nominate other people's puns who mm-hmm. didn't mm-hmm. send them in. Yes. Yes. I like that as well. Uh, hold on. Uh, I like this chat from Emily that just says, Kate is so young and pretty and smart and cool. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Don't you know? It's true. Um, here's what I love about um, about this is that Ricardo, I think, uh, missed the context of the puns. And so he sent in Amazing Red Rooster, which just is a portmanteau of two different wrestlers. 
And then later he sends in a different uh, thing that says, miss the context of the puns, please ignore. So <laughs> that's that's when you know I love it. Um, that's the that's best. The that's best. the best. That's very good. Um, I, I'm a big fan of that. Um, uh, so you know what? Uh, hold on. Uh, you know what I'm not a big fan of? Uh, what are the you way a big they, fan? The way they bracketed this tournament. Um, yeah, it's not the best. It it to me it feels like I don't know you know we're gonna t- we'll we'll talk about it I don't know it's just t- Tiffany and in and Roxanne is your is your match and they're not doing it in the finals and that doesn't make any sense to me at all I don't understand it um, but uh, Cora Jade wins her match uh, with Fallon Cora, uh, Cora get, has a new thing now where she says Generation of Jade but she does like Generation she like salutes. With with the devil horns, but I think it's supposed to be a J, like it's the generation of Jade. Like maybe she's got like a little tiny pinky finger, so it looks kind of like a J. But that's or... J in sign language. Is, is that, that was is that, is that is that she's doing? Is she doing it? Is she doing that? I don't, I don't know. know. But if we don't know, that's not a good sign. Like it looks it looks tell. like she's like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, uh, it my generation like, of one of is one of electric tape kendo sticks. <laughs> Yep. Um, backwards hats. Uh, in Fa- Fallon's, like, um, you're probably going to be one of the biggest women stars if you ever pull your head out of your ass. But, uh, but I, anyway, I'm going to beat you. And so they they have their match, and Fallon doesn't win uh, because uh, she does the the classic baby face screw up of don't. All the way, beat unconscious your opponent on the outside. Roll Correct. them back in. Take your sweet ass time getting back into the ring. Get chopped, locked, and then uh, DDT. Yep, babyface syndrome strikes again. Though I will say this match I thought was a lot better than, and I think Keanu James is really good, and I think Fallon Henley's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I felt like Cora Jade and Fallon Henley had a lot better chemistry than any of the matches we've seen between Fallon and Kiana James, which is unfortunate because that was the like mm-hmm. set, six, yep. eight month feud we've we've had going yep. on. So, um, but nice to see some good in ring here, and I think the right person won, which kind of tips mm-hmm. off who I think is going to win next week, unless Blair mm-hmm. Davenport mm-hmm. returns and defeats Cora Jade. Yeah, but that would be weird because that's heel versus heel. Ah. Uh, yeah, I think they're keeping that separate. I think if if they have her attack anybody, they're gonna have her attack Roxanne, which means Tiffany wins, which means Lyra wins the other side. Like that's that's oh the, yeah okay yeah because she's the type of person who does that. But yeah, it's yeah anyway. Um, so yeah, Cora Jade wins, and uh, and then she goes and she looks at the belt, and Lyra comes out, and they both do the State Farm celebration uh, together. <laughs> And uh, that's 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 that. Um, so one of the things they only they really only uh, advertise like three things. Like the women's women's tournament continues plus two different tag matches, and that's all they they advertise for tonight. Um, and one of them was uh, Schism versus Tyler Bate, or the no 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 Charlie Dempsey and Drew, and Drew Gulak versus Tyler Bate and. Um, uh, and Wesley, and the reason that I got that mixed up is because it's the schism that comes in and jumps Wesley and Tyler Bate, removing them from the match they were promoting. Um, and uh, they beat the hell out of them, and and 
Joe Gacy says some gibberish to Wesley before he knocks him unconscious. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so the, so that was a thing. That's part of the deal. Now we'll talk more about how none of this makes sense and I hate it later. But uh, right after this, um, Carmelo and Trick Williams pull up in a tricked out sports vehicle of some kind, a Lambo. I'm not really sure. Uh, I'm not a sports car guy, but definitely looked expensive. Also, they appear to have left it running while walking into the building. And it's a good thing the NXT parking lot is not known for Grand Theft Auto, but is instead known for assaults. Uh, I guess it's probably still out there and it's fine. Um, but they walk uh, right past Charlie Dempsey and Drew Gulak and then yell at them for taking up too much room in the hallway um, and go to the ring uh, to, to to yell at uh, Braun Breaker. Um, and then Charlie Dempsey and Drew Gulak come out and like, uh, hey, we was just told our match we were supposed to have isn't going to happen, so we want to fight you. Um, and and then everybody uh, started chanting something at, at, at Charlie Dempsey. And I'll talk about that in a second after you tell me what you thought of all of this. I just wish there was an authority figure around. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> like, hey, we don't have a match with them. We're going to have one with you because we want to. It's just not like good wrestling television um mm -hmm. i would have stolen the car yeah if i'm someone that's just in the parking lot waiting to mug people which i can only assume is the case because it happens mm -hmm. so frequently yeah are you above stealing the car i mean maybe it's like a fetish maybe that's the thing like uh it's not really um for the sake of crime maybe they get some kind of sick thrill from beating up people and leaving them laying on the asphalt I guess, but I don't know. I would take the car, and you know what I would do, Alex? Mm -hmm. I would drive it. No. I would drive it to a magical, mystical land. What where would that be called? Rivers flow with chocolate. Oh, yeah? And there's a whole, I don't know, mm. like factory of it. Yeah. So the the the, the crowd starts chanting, chanting Willy Wonka at Charlie Dempsey. This this made um, Luis very mad. It did. Um, dear, it dear made Luis. Luis, our dear dear Luis so so very mad at this. Um, this is why they have to get out of Florida. He said because the people in Florida are, are too stupid to realize what a what a what the lineage of the great Charlie Dempsey and and what he means to catch uh, catches catch rat, can wrestling and, um, and instead they're chanting Willy Wonka at him. And I'm here to tell you, Charlie Dempsey, um, he's not British. But he might as well be. And, yeah, it's um, Timothy, Timothy Thatcher syndrome, where he yeah. is British, even though he's yeah. not British. Um, and he's he's got he's got curly, sandy blonde hair, uh, and he was wearing a, a, a purple coat, purple tracksuit jacket. The, I'm telling you, the only thing that was missing was the top hat, because if he was wearing a top hat, he would have looked exactly like this. And I'm telling you, the Willy Wonka chance, not unfounded. Not unfounded. Like, like it's here's it's, the thing. You're you're both bringer. right. You're both right. Like a, he looks. It is uncanny. Like I mean, that is it's uncanny, if you would. Like this. You know? Hold on. He looks. He looks just like him. Yep. But it is cheap. But I, he has a heel, so it's okay. Yeah. 
I've actually saved this photo uh, on the back end of StreamYard as Charlie Dempsey, so I'll know where, where to look for it the next time he has a match. Oh, no, Luis is going to quit. Yeah. We need him so much. We, we actually do. We do, we do need we Luis. We really do. We, we do need Luis. Uh, it's true. Um, I mean, he does look like Willy Wonka, and they could do better, but they're not going to do better. Um. But he doesn't um, look just like him. He wait, also looks like Charlie Brian Dempsey. Does he literally look like Willy Wonka? He's uh, he's William Regal's son. He looks a lot like William Regal in the face, but he's got he's got a mop of curly uh, brownish blonde hair, uh, and he's wearing a purple jacket. So right there, that's enough. You know. Yeah, the purple jacket is what tipped it off. I feel like. Mm -hmm. Yeah that 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 was that was mostly it. I feel like if he wasn't wearing the purple jacket, the, the, the chance would not have happened. They wouldn't have happened. Uh, but there's a brawl, and apparently they've just decided they're going to make the match because they're allowed to do that. Um, so they have a match later. Charlie Dempsey and that is correct. Drew Gulak. Um, Drew Gulak and Willy Wonka. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Please yeah. don't quit. Please. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> Uh, my personal hell must because Dempsey rules and I hate Willy Wonka. Blame Johnny Depp and Tim Burton. Oh no, 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 no. That's not the that's not the correct version of the movie to have been watching. No, re remove that, scrape that out of your brain immediately, and go back and watch the Gene Wilder version. That's who they were talking about. Uh, uh, that's by far the superior version. That is the one you should watch and not the other, uh, for certain. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. I gotta be honest. I think I watched it once when I was like seven and I've never watched it again. I couldn't tell you anything oh, wow. except like oh, what the Oompa really look like and that really the good. ending is real weird. Yeah, oh, it is very weird, but it, it's very good. You lose! Good day, sir! Oh, it's such a this is job. The Simpsons for me. But yeah. I do know Imagination Land from South Park, if anybody remembers mm -hmm. that. Yeah, okay, well, that's a, that's a, that's a rip off of that. Imagination Land. Charlie Dempsey says it's pronounced Frankenstein. That's true. Charlie, that, that, don't chant Willy Wonka at him. Just chant Gene Wilder. Gene, 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 Gene. You know? I mean, that's not like the best. It's not like mm -hmm. the most chantable mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. It's not. Um, Meet Norma says he needs to see Tim Shatter's birth certificate, which I don't. It would with. say Sacramento, London. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, like it's, you know, it's, oh, yeah. I keep going over with Timothy Thatcher, and I say keep going over because I think about it every time I see this guy. He's British. I don't know how to describe it except right, that no, he no, is. Yeah. But it's twofold in that, like, you find out he's not British, which just is mm -hmm. wrong, and then you find right. out he's from Sacramento. Yeah, double yeah, no, wrong. No, no, Sac Sacramento's definitely like like some weird, like old Rust Belt former mining town in the sure. in the middle of Ohio. Like, that's where he's from. His entire, like, lineage, his father mined coal. His father's father mined coal. His father's father's father mined coal. Like, like that's his whole thing. And he only pulled himself, out, himself up out of the coal mine to beat people up for a living. That's it. That's who he is. If he's going to be an American. coal, baby! If that's he's... If, 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 if... He's indeed American, which I'm not yet sold Which he's not. He has to be from some Rust Belt, Ohio town where his father's father, father, mine coal. Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, so there's a video released over the 
they're doing this uh the the, the hooded figure attacking people they're doing that on the largo loop i don't da- from davenport um actually i think it was uh it was, it was something starts with a d it wasn't davenport um but we think it's blair davenport who attacked danny palmer on on the at a house show uh, and and it, it it certainly looks like it might be her. Not like when it was when it was supposed when it was obviously somebody Nikki cross sized, who was under Correct, under yeah. the red hoodie with the mask, and all of a sudden it's the Rock's daughter who's two feet taller than the person who had been wearing the the hoodie. I, I believe this is probably the right the right thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Though it was really um, funny when they were that wrong. Yes, it is funny. Um, okay, so we have lots of uh hotel puns to get through. Uh, Good, here we go. Um, Jam Beer says we should do moon puns for Kate's favorite indie wrestler. Oh, we're come not. on, we're, we're not, we're not doing that. Mike um, Skyros, the moonlight's bitch. Listen to me about Mike Skyros, okay? He comes into Excite Wrestling with his salt potato city nerds and he invades my hometown, and then he's on Fightful Overbooked. Getting interviewed by that Joe Gacy wannabe Joel Pearl and Jeremy Lambert. Stay away from my hometown. Stay away from where I work. Even if it is the developmental brand, which is where Mike Skyros belongs. You're never going to develop into anything. Get out of here. I'm sick of this Moonlight's little bitch hanging around. Get out. You ruined my birthday with that super chat, Jam Beard. You must send $40 to make up for it. All right. Definitely don't go watch his interview on Fightful Overbook. Don't Chris do Chris Pereira it. says, lobby the brain Heenan. <laughs> we, also would, we also would have accepted lobby fish. Um, Orion Ben 666 Where's says, amazing, amazing red roof in. <laughs> very good um, um and co says uh, amazing red roof in we're trying to help ricardo's terrible botch from earlier um and tom lavalley uh is i mean missy hyatt oh my gosh hyatt it's as, right as, there right, right, right there it's honestly it's right there um uh um <clears throat> um one, uh, lieutenant photo says bray hyatt that's or very good sure his real name Wyndham Rotunda. Beautiful. Right, right, right there. I'm not even in a chain hotel while mm-hmm. we're doing this, so I can't, like, I have nothing to, you know, adjace, unfortunately. Um, Cam Watson says, Super Crazy 8. <laughs> the- uh, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Um, Jake Sauerzar says, world's best Western moonsault. <laughs> um, uh, Orion Ben says, intercontinental hotel title in John Wick. <laughs> Um, uh, I like this one a lot from Jake Sauerzar. Holiday in the share. Oh, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you if you're gonna go into Veer's room, you definitely want to break out the black light, just to make sure you, you they've changed the bend linens because you Man. you never know with him. You and never know with him. Extended his stay over and Whoa. over and over. You do, and you over do not and want to. Ex- you do not want to extend. Anything on Veer. Let me tell you, that's just inviting. No, but Alex, more you know of the what? other thing. You know what? And as I say this, please keep in mind that I'm not logged into Streamyard, and that uh-huh. I might need your assistance with what I'm about right. to say. But okay, uh, yes, I'm, I'm keeping that in mind. If you if you also have not had an extended stay, if your trips mm-hmm. are a little shorter mm-hmm. than you want them to be, if you check mm-hmm. out faster than you checked in, mm-hmm. there's no shame in that. Mm-hmm. Not at all. But mm-hmm. you may need a little bit of help from our friends at Blue Chew. And Sean Rossap is here to tell you all about it, darn it. If you're watching this, you have probably considered becoming a pro wrestler at some point. Well, let me tell you, I got your gimmick and I got your gimmick. Here's your gimmick name. Rock Hard Eric Shins. And your gimmick is Blue Chew and the Code Fightful. Same approved ingredients as uh, Viagra and Cialis, but you don't want those. You don't want those. You want Blue Chew. It's a chewable. gets into your system a lot faster. It's ready when you are or when you're not. Maybe you need that motivation. Maybe you need that step up in performance. Or maybe you just want a little bit of additional confidence. Take an online uh, questionnaire with a physician, and when approved, it arrives straight to your door. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping because that first shipment is free. When you use the code Fightful. Mailman's not going to know what's up. Uh, the, the, the nosy Nellies around your neighborhood aren't going to know what's up. 
But let me tell you, that special someone's going to know what's up. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. I, I, I'll never get tired of, of that round of those reads because he didn't figure out what, what his mic was not plugged in. No, clearly and it's did very, not. It's, it's, it's very, very funny to me. It's the best. It's, it's very funny. Um, uh, also was funny to me. And I don't, this is, I'm not, I'm not up on the latest trends in, in hip, I'm not up on the latest trends in hip hop couture. Really? Yeah, I know you would think I would be, but yeah. I've just fallen off recently. I haven't had a chance to check the zines. Um, <laughs> well, there's your first clue that you're not. <laughs> so checking the zines. Is it a thing now that that you wear your belt unbuckled? Alex, I gotta Tr- say, Trick Williams. Trick Williams came to the ring for his little thing earlier, and it was like he had just gotten home from Thanksgiving dinner. Why was his belt unbuckled? Like I did not, I did not know, I didn't understand it, and I was very, I'm very, I, I'm sorry, Alex. I know when people look at you, they might be like, "That guy perhaps is not up on the latest hip hop trends and fashion mm-hmm. tour." Right. Similarly, when they look at me, I don't know. <laughs> they say that girl. In her old navy cardigan. Well, you're you're so young. You're still 17 years old. We've established <laughs> that. True. It's very possible you've got a, a subscription to Teen Beat. I don't know if they like talk about, <laughs> you know, t- Tiger Beat. Is that what they call it? I'm not really sure. I'm, I don't Tiger know what Beat. they used to. It's like 12 guys named Corey who are are, are absolutely. <laughs> who's the hottest Corey this month? You know, is it one of those things? <laughs> They're all um, in boy bands. Um, is it? This is a thing. It, it yes, apparently it's a thing. I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and trust that Trick and Carmelo know a little bit I, more about this. I just wondered if like if like something happened in wardrobe and he didn't have time to like get a new belt that wasn't unbuckled. But no, it's the fashion. All right, it's kind of like how having your shoelaces untied was also Val knows. Cool. Val knows it's Tiger Beat. Val rules. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, all right. We we have we have we have more of these. We'll get more of these. It'll be good. Um Charlie Dempsey was actually born in England, but he was raised in the States. He's from Blackpool. Timothy so. Thatcher was born in England and is still from England. Yeah, there you go. There it is. There. Um so I can also just make stuff up about other people if you want. We had a match that made me very happy and also very sad. The Creed Brothers and the Dyad, who used to be known as the original young veterans, who used to be, when presented as such, one of the very best teams under the the WWE umbrella, um, had had a fantastic pay-per-view quality tag match. And I was like, um, it really does feel like um, that Zach Gibson and James Drake are like, we are leaving. If you are going to force us to stay here and perform on television, we are going to do good tag wrestling and you can't stop us. And uh, they went out there with the Creeds um, and had a banger of a tag match. Really great stuff. There was a literal dueling 450 splash. Absurd. 
Um, there was also um, the Creed's passing a vertical suplex back and forth <laughs> like madmen. Um, it was uh, it was it was uh, crazy. A very very good match uh, that ends uh, when the Creeds win via unnecessary clothesline. I was watching that match, going, "Why isn't one of these two teams the champs? Um, why isn't why why is this at the very least not?" An official, whoever wins this gets the tag the tag title match the pay per view thing. I mean, it was because the Creeds won and then immediately challenged Gallus for a, for a, for a title. But um, perhaps a better idea than them playing darts. Yes, I I I, I agree. Like I winning agree. a wrestling match to gain contendership in something. Um, I. You were wondering why they aren't champs, and I'm wondering like why they're still here. <laughs> like, fine. I mean, if they're which gonna, is they're kind going... of the equivalent. Like, if I'm if... buying into the idea that they're on my television, why aren't right. they champs or in contendership? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. just, I don't know why I feel the urgency for Julie Screw mm-hmm. to get called up because there is none. He's mm-hmm. young. Mm-hmm. They've got a long ways to go with him. There are things he can improve on from a character standpoint if NXT is going to allow him to do that in the framework it's in. But it just, I think because it's not like the main roster couldn't use the tag team help up there. And there are so many logical places for them to show up alongside Chad Gable or as themselves, um, them actually being brothers as really fun wrinkles into Sammy and Kevin Owens being like brothers. Like there's so many fun programs you could run there. Mm. And like, how many times can we sit here and be like, Julius Creed is a star. He's the future of the industry. If you do it right, call him up. Like that's, that's kind right. of where I just am week after week. But given what I saw today on my television, like, do I have any complaints? No, of course not. Like this was a fantastic right. tag match, really good chemistry. I felt like GYV um, probably because they are so experienced, just knew how to, uh, assist the pacing of the match. And that's not mm-hmm. something the Creed's struggle with by any means, but right. it just adds more to the drama and the story when you have a team that's like very good at that, especially in tag team wrestling. This ruled. I loved all of this. This was so much fun. Uh, GYV, look, if they get used to choose to reside and drop the weird gimmick, great. If they are putting on incredible matches so that their pay rate when they go elsewhere is higher awesome these guys are great they deserve whatever they want coming next um i think their contracts are up in october maybe they get granted their release after wembley before october you're only talking about a couple months there so probably not they'll probably just run out the contracts but really really great stuff on my television Mm -hmm. tonight for sure yeah yeah um now it's weird because uh i was mentioning how the the creeds challenged the gallus to a uh tag title match but they they were not supposed to be in line for that um because uh, uh it looks like the d'angelo family was wanting uh, the gallus uh a title shot uh tony d'angelo and, and stacks and they were having uh lunch at the olive garden um and uh or macaroni grill i'm not really sure which one it was um uh carabas italian grill um and uh and stacks got a this is the funny thing about it that i uh, honestly i love it but it is absurd that 
they are they are running a, a mob enterprise while also in NXT development. Like because because like because the probable hundreds of thousands of dollars they're making via illegal business means is not enough for them. They got to go work for 40k a year, take it back bumps in front of 300 Florida yahoos every week. No, they don't have to. They just want to because violence is violence and violence is fun. And they can control this environment through violence. However, there are two of them and there should be like eight. Yeah, that's true. So, but there's another guy. He's just not a wrestler. They have, they have a whole family. This is the whole thing that I'm realizing from this. We think, well, Tony D'Angelo's only got one guy in his family. No, he's only got one guy who also wants to be a wrestler. The other people in his family are smart enough to not do that because Stax get a, gets, a, gets a call from Polly down at the docks. There's been a delay in the shipment. You know, he, he, he's, he doesn't say this, but he should. Of illegal goods. Um, so uh, uh, um, so um, anyway, uh, he's got to well, go. Well, let's not forget call. Electro Lopez also had a part-time job at the docks while working at NXT. You can yes. do both. Yeah, that's true. Um, so he's got to go take this call. And uh, Tony D'Angelo's like, that's a good kid. I like that guy. And he's going to sit there and eat his soup. Um, and uh, he's sitting there and <laughs> two police walk up to him. We know they're police because they flash badges. Now, when I say flash badges, um, they we don't know... We don't know what they look like because the camera is set like here, like even like more like this. And and so they want they flash a badge, you know, and uh, they're like, Mr. D'Angelo, we need you to come with us and go downtown for some questioning. We know that you have been involved in criminal activities and we need you to come downtown to with to the station for with with us to. For the questioning, please, Mr. D'Angelo. That is the level of robotic they were. So I'm assuming he was kidnapped by cyborgs, alien cyborgs, who who don't really know how to act like human beings. And they watched like one episode of Law and Order, and that that's their cover for this. So so Tony D'Angelo has been abducted by aliens because that, according to the video that I saw is more likely than him having been uh, requested by actual human cops to go downtown to answer questions. Honestly, that sounds like a fun thing for us to watch on Know Your News, but uh, I I was confused about the camera thing because it felt like it was a body cam, but it would be somebody else's body cam because it was of the cops. Um, all, all it was was they didn't want to show the faces of people who might be on NXT. They're probably level up guys that I don't know because I don't watch level up. And they didn't want to like do the thing of like, oh, these wrestlers who work for us are playing police. I don't know why, but that was okay. How they got but like, then just hire Dan Barry. I mean, There's been no greater wrestling no, you're right. cop in a yep. backstage ish type scene. <clears throat> The Dan mm-hmm. You have the ultimate clip note. It happened a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. That's yep. it. That's all yep. I need. No, it's true. Um, so anyway, Tony D'Angelo oh, leaves with leaves with the obvious fake cops. Um, and uh, and then Stax comes in and goes, 
hey, hey, where'd Tony go? And the waitress, who's somehow more wooden than the cops, but you can see her face, goes, I think he got taken downtown by the police to answer questions. And and Stax, this is so much fun because you get to feel like, oh, Stax actually might be good at this. Because if he doesn't sound like them, that's worlds beyond. So he's like, oh my God. Hey, gotta, I'm, I'm gonna call I'm gonna call in Tony D'Angelo. Literally, he walked out the door three seconds before you came back in. You could probably catch them on their way out of the restaurant, but he doesn't even think to follow them. He has to call them. Um, this is all dumb, and yet it's not the dumb, it's not the dumbest thing that happened on, on the show by by a mile. It's not. Not even close. Yeah. Not even close. Um you know, it just feels like if you're going to arrest Tony D'Angelo, you might want to look into these several other crimes that happen in NXT, right. i.e. the parking lot. But right. yeah, I do. I am admittedly a little intrigued to see where this goes. Like, I think that could be kind of fun of like, this is Tony D this... in jail and people have to get him out. And no, like, no, the whole, the whole, it seems to me like he was he, like, this is not, I don't know why it just feels like it's not, I don't know why it just, it, it, Maybe it's because of how bad the actors were um, that I, I feel like it's not a legitimate police operation that he got kidnapped by some some goons hired by Gallus or something. Sure, it's another, yeah, another family or whatever. I, either um, way, I think it's a blast. I, I want to see him in interrogation, him being questions. Like, listen, all this other illegal stuff goes on around here, and I don't see you guys investigating that. Why am I getting discriminated against? How about Hideo Watami? You guys ever solved that one? Huh? Like, that would be the funniest thing in the world. All you got to do is say it that way, and you move on. But it'd be so good. Uh, I would love it you know. if if they were like, it's not even about the crime. It's that you've unlocked some sort of portal. Because we know what you did to Pretty Deadly. And it turns out they are fine. And they've moved up. Yeah. What yeah. have you unlocked? Yeah. Jake Sauerzar says it sounds like Scripps' people was behind this possible that they were I mean, they were what all, isn't oh, oh only a slightly less robotic um <laughs> than than what script sounds like um uh but yeah the, so the, the creeds watch that video which placed everybody in the arena for some reason like it was a student film um this is just uh, do something that makes it look like security footage like it's a you cut it together from several different angles like it doesn't, it does none of it makes any sense. Um, uh, but they, so they just shout, "Hey, hey! Looks like you guys need somebody for battleground to fight. How about us, Creeds versus Gallus at battleground?" And uh, and that's what they're gonna do. Uh, the, Ryan Benz, this is true. Creeds versus Dyad just highlighted WWE not pushing them. That's that is very true. That's it. Yeah. 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 Um. So, uh, Noam Dar. Had supermodels obsession with Dragon Lee, and he uh, had a Spanish to English dictionary. There was most of most of the comedy in this involved uh, Noam Dar um, treating Dragon Lee like he was dumb because he was Mexican. So, great A marks from me. I am a dumb American. <laughs> this, is, this is really, I don't know, oh man. This is, uh, uh, they could do better with Noah Amdar. I'll just say that much. Like, yeah. I really liked what he was doing up until this point, and he's great. 
Um, it's, it's just it's so it's so lowbrow and and dumb. Like I, I I don't know why he's the heel. I get it, but there's other things you could be a heel about. Like I mean, you could you could call him ugly because he's obviously hiding his face. Like there's there's fun things to do there, but like I don't know, just like be, be like me me casa is su casa senorita. How's that? Uh, we speak different languages. A hyuk, a hyuk. Like it's well, just, and like, uh, what is it? What, like, why? <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. Um, uh, Luis, who is just Luis is, is a very big fan of both guys, and says I was not a fan of this segment. That being said, him saying that he spent twenty dollars on a on a Spanish language dictionary was the only positive. So that's fair. Yeah, it's just because um, the match is gonna rule, and you didn't have right. to go out of your way to mm -hmm. create a path to get to a match that's gonna rule. That's as convoluted. Yeah. And um, uh, Nathan Fraser comes out to confront everything, and he's uh, he's like, "I couldn't stand back there and watch you guys watch watch him talk to you like that, Mister Dragon." So I think that you should challenge him to a match for his beloved Heritage Cup, and I believe that you should accept that match, Noam, and Bob's your uncle. And Noam doesn't want to, but then he just does. So there you go. And he's going to face Nathan Frazier next week. Uh, not with the title, not with the with the cup, not on the line. Defend your cup, mm -hmm. nerd. Um, he... That match is going to roll, though, too. I'm excited about the in-ring. Yeah. Um... Uh, he, um, yeah, Noam is, was, is, is Scottish Israeli, which is an incredible, um, uh, combination, uh, uh, because you can hear both things in his, in his, in his voice, which is, it's a, it's a very specific thing. But then, uh, we see him walk around backstage and, uh, he very naked, he very obviously, uh, hits on Lash Legend. So at least we know Noam has a type, um, uh, but uh, they, she and Jakara Jackson, who in clips that I've seen from Level Up is doing great stuff, but has yet to actually have a main, like a, like a main NXT in-ring debut. So. Yeah, she seems great. She's like oozing with charisma too. Like yeah. just in the little bit that we saw of her on screen, she, she was extremely charismatic and, uh -huh. um, I think it'll, it from similarly, I've only seen clips, but really, really strong in ring. And I think Lash has looked like she's grown a lot too. Like definitely looked better in the ring than what we saw kind of before from her. So if they're going to make that a tag team, that's cool, but there's no tag belt. So that's not cool. Um, however, I, I'm excited for what Miss Jackson may be bringing to the table because um I don't know. She just seemed like she has that air when she walks into a room that is very attention getting and very fun. So looking mm -hmm. forward to that. And yes, Noam Dar definitely hits very specifically <laughs> on Alicia Fox and here. Both really Miss Jackson and Lash Legend. So <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. Cool. Um, good, for, good. Good. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so uh, there was a thing that happened where, um, and I'm, I must have just 
breeze past the first segment here. There were three segments. I must just breeze past the 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 conclusion of the first one because I was so it was so obvious to me what it was setting up, but it was not setting that up. It was not setting up that thing. Dijak is is doodling. I don't know at his desk in his weird, like um, uh, very noirish police detective office that he has. Um, and uh, Ilya Dragunov comes in. And, uh, and, and, and basically like, you know, you, 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 um, you think you can break me. I can break any man. Um, and I just tuned it out because I thought that the next thing was, I'll bet you can't at battleground. Like, I just thought that was the obvious thing at the end of this, but then they did a part two and it was Ilya Dragunov basically apparently had said, I'll bet you can't. And I'd like to see you try. And here I am giving myself over to you. Beat me up. Torture me. And I can take it. Which just feels like the Bill Murray character from Little Shop of Horrors. Like, I, I don't, I just, I did not understand what was happening. Um, and Dijak beats the hell out of him with a nightstick and uh, tortures him. And is like, is that all you got? And then cut back to... Uh, scene three, and he's like, I told you I could break any man. And then Ilya somehow stands up. He's got his hand tied behind his back. Like, he fully committed to this. And he and he stands up and goes, I'm still standing. And then uh, Dijak gets a look on his face like, and, and he leaves. So that means we're definitely getting a last man standing match at uh, Battleground. That's what all this uh, makes very obvious to me. Alex? Uh, there we go. Yeah kind of love it yeah figured it kind of rules uh-huh like it's that thing that the thing that you love about tony d'angelo if you go that hard in on something mm-hmm. like jack he's got it on this for better yep. or for worse with how nxt handles it but i actually thought these were pretty well done and also die jack and Ilya Dragunov in a last man standing match rules as long as they're not like oh my gosh I'm burying you between a device that has a foot of air between it and us. Mm-hmm. But like, even yeah. that was a, a creative attempt at something. Mm-hmm. So right. I'm excited for the match. And I kind of, I kind of loved how these were produced. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I thought they were really fun. And like, yeah, the, it belongs, it belongs on an entirely different wrestling show. But I, but I, that, like, yes. if this was a, if this was a storyline on season two of Lucha Underground, it would be the best thing on television. <laughs> But here it just feels kind of out of place, but it was still fun. Like it was like, th- and they're totally committing to it, but it is, does it? Yeah. Here's the thing. Also, this is very true. Jambeard, this is very true. This is just going to lead to a Dijak and Ilya tag team. Um, and then uh, if the Creeds win the titles from, from, um, uh, from Gallus, they're going to lose it to Dijak and Ilya Dragunov. Um, I don't think think that's what's gonna happen they're gonna call him die jagginoff <laughs> because it's jacket time jagged off and jacket no. time die die jag d-i-j-a-g-u-n-o-v get your mind out of the gutter it's just a simple portmanteau <laughs> of their two names what yeah what and are you talking about time was just about the fashion 
of a bunch of jackets. Look, I don't even know what you're talking about. I am sad we already did the Bluetooth read because that is beautiful. However, um, <laughs> there have been several times I thought they were going to pair Dragon off with someone and they didn't, mm-hmm. which I'm happy about because that guy just belongs as a single star in my mm-hmm. opinion. So um, I... I, I think Dijak as someone's heavy versus an attack team. The same way on the main roster, I, I think it would be cool if this Cameron Grimes and Baron Corbin storyline led to Baron Corbin being Grimes' heavy because Grimes is going to the mood and he's on this good luck streak and Baron Corbin mm-hmm. can't catch a break. That could be a really fun pairing. I don't want that to happen with Dragunov because I don't think... Mm-hmm. He just seems so complete already. Mm-hmm. Um and he doesn't win in like cowardly ways, like someone with a heavy right. might need. But I feel yeah. like Dijak as someone's heavy, probably on the main roster, would make a lot of sense. Not that he can't be his own star, but he just, with this character and his physicality, I think that could be very, very fun. But yeah. I, I kind of loved this. It was uh, it was a trip. I did not think that's what they were doing. I, I feel like if you were just like going the to camera get... angles of everything, oh, yeah. like no, it's 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 incredibly Sin City, which is like one of the things that Dijak has cited as uh, like drawing when, inspiration he, he, from. Yeah, and, yeah, like yeah, it's it's um, it's the Bruce Willis and Mickey Rourke characters from from Sin City. Um, and, uh, oh, one other thing he told me in a DM that I got from Dijak. No big deal. Oh my gosh. Um. popular. (laughs) Alex Um, is popular. Uh, Jake Sarasar says, I believe the medical term is called something else. Uh, That's true. Lushu.com, code 50. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, so. Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams defeat uh, Charlie Dempsey and Drew Gulak. Um, this uh, uh, here's you know um, I'm I, is one of those. You ever do that with? You ever find one of yourself in a thing where um, where people are having an argument in the thread of a tweet that you sent out? And oh, the leave conversation feature on Twitter is the best thing. So it's so great. It, it, it is, and usually I do that. But sometimes I'll just sit back and I won't say anything. And oh, you I'll just, just got to watch the chaos unfold, though. It's I'll so just want no, it's just two people back and forth. And uh, the, the one that I agree with, I'll just like everything that he writes. <laughs> and I won't do anything else. I've been like, I've been speaking like, yeah, what he said. Um, so I've been watching uh, some guy argue that Dominic is much improved over the last three years. He's, he's getting so good. Look how good he's getting. And um, and uh, that's categorically untrue. You know who's getting good though? Getting much much better than he used to be. Trick Williams, getting much. much 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 better than he used to be. Much. I I I did not see the value in him as a wrestler at the time. I thought there was potential, and what do you know? It he's living up to the potential. Like he's absolutely getting better and better and better. That like discus big boot that right. he threw at the end was awesome. Like it was really, really great. I'm, I'm, Is I'm, his, I'm, did they change some of his moveset too? Is that what? It, yeah, it does. It does. Feel yeah. Like, it feels like they refreshed maybe some of the physicality, like that they, they relooked at it and, and this is clicking better, but mm-hmm. I agree with you. Like he's somebody that we've seen 
and, and kind of snuck up like Tiffany Stratton. I feel like I was like week over yeah. week, this woman's getting a lot better trick. I was just like, Hey, wait, you got great. And mm-hmm. part of that is probably how sporadically he's used in an in-ring yeah. capacity, but I love seeing it, man. Like this is really, really good. So happy to see that from him and, and agreed full heartedly agree. Um, same thoughts here. And also agree on the old Dominic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Carmelo Hayes uh, wins with his uh, flying leg drop. Uh, and uh, then he, they want Braun Breaker to come to the ring again. Uh, and then we, hey, hey, Carmelo, trick up here, which is, which of course is, a, is an old, old fightful joke and in joke because that's how Jinder Mahal would do all of his promos as champ during that horrible <laughs> summer of 2018. He the AJ AJ up here up here AJ and so uh we like where else would you be um it became a joke uh for a long time so I'm I'm glad to see him uh he's been studying the old tapes of Fightful where we would just do that all the time tape uh, study is important man yes yeah, it is important you gotta go back and watch um, your old stuff they'll be saying Monday uh, nights monkey paw before you know it that's what developmental is all about <laughs> so he's calling in not from backstage. But from the barbershop, Carmelo's barbershop, and it it made it look like it, it it the way I feel like WWE wanted this to feel to the audience is like when Samoa Joe showed up outside AJ Styles' house and was like, Wendy, like that was a different thing because we were supposed to believe that Samoa Joe was so unhinged he might murder. AJ Styles' wife and their small children. I don't know why all of the grown men sitting in the barbershop are supposed to be like hostages or like, oh no, Braun might spear them through the mirror. Like, I, I don't know what we were supposed to think, but it was, um, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, not as effective as I think they, they wanted it to be like this, the, the, this, the scaring thing. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't want to be overly negative because I have liked, especially the past couple weeks, a lot of this Braun Breaker heel stuff. I, I like the his... stuff he did later in, in the night. This was, this was not, uh, mixed, didn't, was not as effective as they were. What happened later in the night as yeah. well. Um, and I think it's a, it's been really good and the most comfortable he's felt. And I mm-hmm. think, um, running back him and, and Carmelo is not a bad idea at all because I feel like they, the ending left a lot to be desired from the first time around. Yeah, and we'll these that. are two of the best wrestlers that you have in NXT. That mm-hmm. being said, we have to bury this. This was so bad. <laughs> yeah, Alex. <sighs> he's bald. <laughs> he wanted, he, he, he's got, he's got, a, he's got, he's not bald. He's not bald, um, but he's going to a barbershop. Well, he's getting he's getting his he's getting his he's getting lined up. You know what I mean? Like there's he's a not. he's getting lined up. He's getting his buzz, he's getting his buzz cut lined up, you know, getting a nice listen. I mean I I going think it's into stupid. a barbershop, a place where by the way, there are weapons readily available <laughs> at any point to hurt somebody yeah. with. To hold other people mm-hmm. that might also get their hair cut at the same place as Carmelo. Mm-hmm. And I understand the segments that they've 
built into mm-hmm. this and how they've made it like mm-hmm. a very cool conversational focal point of of the previous sketches and like how they've culturally worked at a lot of things but like when he's not there <laughs> it's yep. so dumb it, it was the it was thing no- is braun looked like the nerd in the situation like right. braun looked like a kind of like a dork to me in all of this mm-hmm. this did not yeah. look like it's no, this, this this like what is done. this loser doing in here mm-hmm. did not work mm-hmm. yeah and um um and i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna go uh i'll i'll see you guys later so we're gonna do the same thing we did last week which is have a have a little brawl off or whatever um at the end of the show not not end with a with a match we're gonna do with that um so um i don't know why it wasn't readily apparent to me before but i'll tell you i'm not ready for the von wagner as babyface era I'm not ready for the Von Wagner as sympathetic babyface era. I'm just not ready for it. Um, uh, he's walking around, you know, down the halls uh, with, I don't know, I don't know who this is. I don't know who this woman is. Uh, we've never, I don't believe we've ever seen her wrestle. Uh, the non, the leggy blonde non onion, but she's a brunette. Yeah, feels, yeah, anyway. She um she's like, Hey Vaughn, I just wanted to say great job in that battle royal last night. Um, I was watching and you did a really great job. And Vaughn's like, Oh, thanks. Like I, I also I just wanted to say I thought what Luca said last week was so, he's such a horrible person. I was like, Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh and then you overhear Luca Crucifino saying to uh, Robert Stone uh, what he did last week was assault, which it was. Um, and I'm going to sue blah, 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 blah. And um, uh, and so then Von Wagner just decides to grab that dude by the throat again and, and intimidate him and assault him a second time for the second week in a row and then uh, throws him out. out um, yeah. Uh, and, and, then, and then Robert is like, were you sticking up for me? Were you just, were you just sticking up for me? It's like, nah, I wasn't. Um, all right, Bron. Well, um, it, you turned into a really good dude, kind of. Anyway, what's in this picture, Bron? And and well, Von, and, not Bron. Bron, Von, Von. And he says, well, Von. Nice, nice try, Robert. And that's it. Like it's man. Well, here's the thing. Von Wagner said. Because you're the only person who believed in me yeah, from yeah. the beginning. And I'm like, three weeks ago, this guy was willing to not be your manager anymore right. as a stipulation in a match if you lost. Right. Also, Vaughn, come here, Vaughn. Check his fucking track record. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Of yeah. guys and gals he's believed in. Yep. Also, check your own record. <laughs> Because this guy hasn't done anything yep. for you uh-huh. at all. Um, no, this was, this is. Yeah. Um, so Vaughn is going to have a match versus Luca Crucifino backstage again. Why is Luca Crucifino doing any of this? 
And why is he not next week when Tony D is sweating by the cops? Why is he not Tony D's lawyer? Why are we not debuting him next week when Tony D says, I ain't got nothing to say to you until my lawyer gets here. And in comes Luca Crucifino, resplendent in a white suit and purple tie with, a, with an awesome attache case. Says, gentlemen, you've got nothing on my client. We are leaving. And then he becomes the third dude in, in the trio. Why is Luca Crucifino not doing that obviously great thing and instead getting beaten up by Von Wagner next week? Please tell me. I, don't know I have no answers for you. And I also need, yeah. need, need yeah. tort law vignettes of like, oh, have yeah. you been mugged in the NXT parking lot? Call 1-800. I need them because there's actually a really fun way to capitalize mm-hmm. on how chaotic and freaking weird NXT yep. is by doing that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I feel like this guy is is perfect for something like that. Like, I, I mm-hmm. think just first gut instinct, like, I think he could really, really, really do something fun with that. Um, but he should absolutely be in the Tony D crime family. And I'm also not, I don't think him not being in it this second doesn't mean he won't be down the line at some point. Like, I think you can very I mean, easily just walk into the picture. I understand just, also, but like, this is the served up. Yeah. perfect time to do it uh anyway um yeah and this is very so true um uh tony d'angelo taken in for questioning jake Sauerzar says what if they have video footage of two dimes dropping a dime to the police after he survived and and no he's wrestling in roh this week so uh cole carter is is not, not available to uh to participate as two dimes anymore but pretty deadly survived that's true yeah, that would be good too, I suppose. Um, uh, Mark Sterling would make a fortune in NXT's parking lot. It's very true. Yeah. It's true. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, what, what Wagner challenged Luca to a match next week, a match on NXT after he was called to the main roster and already had uh, already eliminated people in the Battle Royal on yesterday. Uh, brand split. Uh, Thea Hale was watching uh, the Fallon Henley and Cora Jade match earlier. And um, like, oh, I want, I thought Fallon had her. And Kiana James is there too. It was like, oh, shut up. You, you're a child. And Thea Hale is like, uh, how could a child get a hold of an eight ball? I'm obviously cracked out of my skull on cocaine. That's your, your reasoning makes no sense. Um, I want to beat you up. Uh, but Andre Chase isn't here to tell me if it's okay if I beat you up. Duke, Mr. Duke, is it okay if I have a match with her? And Duke Hudson, who doesn't look up from grading papers, says, yeah, sure, knock yourself out. Um, and uh, He's so good, dis- man. Dis- disaffected Duke Hudson, um, is he's, he's one of those guys um, who is so good at stuff that is so beneath him. He is so much better than this, and he's killing it. And so they're going to let him keep doing it because nobody else can do this as good as he can. It's the same thing with Akira Tozawa on the main roster, who nobody does a scared double-take runaway <laughs> like Akira Tozawa. Um, but if you just let that guy cook, he's one of the 10 best cruiserweights in the world. Eh, nah. Nah, no, we're just going to have him do this silly stuff. 
And, well, and the thing of it is, good for them to be so good at that, but it would be kind of nice to see the potential of them as actual in-ring competitors. Duke Hudson is a little different in that I think he's kind of become the focal point of all this. So I mm-hmm. think, even though I, I think the creative has a lot to still maybe be desired, I do think like it's it's going to be more productive for him than say like an Akira Tozawa spot because I think, um, you know, he'll either turn on them or move on from this. And I, I think he's going to build his way up a little bit as opposed to be like in this role as a side guy forever. Like this seems yeah. to now be... He's the one in control of the whole story. He's everything he does, like every touch he has on comedic stuff, this stuff, like um, when he was doing the more serious stuff with Cameron Grimes, like he's really, really, really good at this. Really, really good at this. Very, very fun. Yeah. Um, Anyway, they have the match. Thea Hale versus uh, Kiana James with um, Duke Hudson grating peppers at ringside the entire time. Um, Booker T, man. Um, uh, just kept saying all night to Vic Joseph, mind your business over and over again. That's not your woman. And about like, as though, because he was wondering why Duke Hudson wasn't taking more Vic Joseph was wondering why Duke Hudson wasn't taking more of an interest in what was happening in the match. And, and, and he says, mind your business. That's not your woman. Well, as far as I know, it's not Duke Hudson's woman either. What are you talking about Booker? What are we, (laughs) what are we doing? He, he's so bad. I'm sorry. Like he's so bad. And, he like he'll just pick a phrase and cling on to it for dear life and not let yeah. go and like you gotta move on Booker T. Yeah. Uh yeah, they already like tried the hinting at Duke Hudson and Thea Hale dating thing, and then there was like a 15 year, 20 year age gap between them, which felt very weird. Yeah. And I felt like they kind of steered away from that, which is good. Yeah. Uh yeah, and oh, I thought so. Orion oh, Ben said that last week he was shouting because she's single, fellas, like mm. uncomfortable for how yeah. sincerely young she is and to do in general. Um, mm. But man, yeah, he's real. He's real bad, Alex. <laughs> like it's real rough. Yeah. And poor Vic Joseph is over there, just like he's in as much said but in nicer words like what are you talking about like over and over again at this point like he is getting less protective of how john booker t is with some of this like you can mm-hmm. hear the frustration in his voice starting to mount because yeah rough yeah yep um <clears throat> so kiana james beats thea hale and then uh right right as uh duke uh finishes grading his last paper and um and comforts thea on her loss um Thea, by the way, Theo is, is doing better and better at all of the stuff. She is. Um, and I think she's absolutely killing this part. Uh she's very she's very, 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 very young. Whenever we talk about, oh, this person's young. Like, no, she's like 19. Like, so she's gonna get better and better and better. Um, and she's already doing um excellent stuff. Yep, Jim Beard saying Thea's 19, Duke's 33. Yeah, it's just it's mm, not 
It's the same. It's the same exact age difference they had between Buddy Murphy and uh, the Mysterio girl, whatever her name was, Aaliyah. Aaliyah, Mysterio. which yeah, also felt same, uncomfortable. Which also felt really uncomfortable, but but also not not un, not unheard of by them to do that. So um, anyway, um, uh, yeah, Louise saying that um, can Vic just be paired with a clone of Nigel to recreate the NXT UK broadcast team, please and thanks. Vic's, Vic has had Jerry Lawler, the bad version of Wade Barrett, which was 2.0, and Booker. He can't get a good get a good dance partner whatsoever. That is true. Vic Joseph had some, some really. I mean, um, even 2.0 Wade Barrett was all right. Like was no. better than this. Way certainly better than, better than this. It's certainly better than Lawler. You like? Um, there was a Dabakato promo that I honestly <laughs> thought he did pretty well at, but it, it doesn't like none of it makes a lot of sense. But I thought that his cadence um, was was decent, like the way that he just like, presented the promo. Um, he's uh, like he can actually he can speak. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't sound like it, it sounded a lot better than whoever they had playing the detectives in that scene with Tony D. I'll say that, and it sounds worlds better than whenever Omos talks. So, like you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the not making sense part um, yeah. that that got me. This was actually better delivered. Some of the backstage stuff in general today, or I guess the produced vignettes were a little bit less cartoonish, um, which I appreciate. Yeah, I feel like maybe with Dijax, it was because perhaps he had some say in them because he, it just felt very like a, if, if he's inspired by the Sin City stuff, he's obviously got ideas for how this is going mm-hmm. down. But yeah. this was better from Davicato. I just... Right. I have not... Um, he, he's not great in the ring. And no. there has not been a good story here. No. So I don't no. know why what, I care. But he said what, what, what he needed what, to say well. Yeah. Once... Once he um, did... Uh, what he was supposed to do, what he came to NXT for, to beat up Apollo Crews for having deserted him or whatever. Once that was accomplished, they didn't have anything for him to do, so he just hasn't been doing anything. And I feel like that that was just bad planning on their part to like have him have one match with Apollo Crews, beat him, and then that was it. Like That just didn't seem like the best use of like i don't whatever it was a very weird um well and it was a bad use of apollo cruz it was like they I, were like let's cut apollo well, cruz's legs out from under him as well yeah it's like all right anyway um, Ax- yeah. axiom and idris and malik and eddie thorpe and dante chen who weirdly just leaves the frame halfway <laughs> through the scene just walks away like this doesn't concern me i'm leaving um and uh, and but Axiom's basically like um, uh, he seems like a very tall mountain. Hold on. But I love climbing mountains because the view from the top is incredible. So I want him to literally climb onto uh, Dabakato's shoulders during their match, and then just do this. Because if I want him to top, climb up there, but then do the weird motion effect that he has in his yeah. entrance. Yeah. 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 Very funny. Uh, Axiom um, can't wear turtlenecks. I'm sorry. 
No. Luchadors can't wear turtlenecks. It looks Mm-mm. so weird. Mm-mm. Idris uh, also literally implies that Axiom may die when he fights Davide. He sure does. Yeah. Um, uh, nothing at all about the scripts being uh, unmasked this week. There's no follow-up to it at all. Axiom beat the dude he was stalking him. Do you know match. why I think there's been no follow-up? Why? I think there's been disputes backstage. Oh. Because I think Reggie and Jesse the Body Ventura both thought they were scripts. Oh, right. And nice. now, yeah. so I think there's, I don't know, maybe stay tuned to Fightful Select. I don't know. I, I don't want to mm-hmm. make any promises, but um, yeah. all I know is that there is a guy who came on here every week mm-hmm. as scripts, who was fully under the belief that he was right. scripts. And then That's they unmasked him and it turned out to, to not mm-hmm. be that fella. So right. um, my guess is there's probably just a pause on this until I'm sure there'll be mm-hmm. legal involved and right. um, a lot, yeah. you know, it's, it's going to get, I don't want to be negative, but it's going to get ugly between mm-hmm. Jesse, the Bunny Ventura and Reggie, the wine cartwheel mm-hmm. man turned to Luchador. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, that's weird. That was weird. Oh my, that was so weird. That was weird. I don't know what, what why that, what, well, I don't know what happened there. I don't know. Maybe it's Ventura trying to get in and he doesn't know how. It's very possible. Oh my gosh. Hey. Listen, listen, Reggie's safe. Honestly, we hashed it out backstage. He's a, he's a good guy. He's, uh, he's more flippy than I'd like, but he's a, he's a decent fella. You know, he's, uh, he's, uh, he, uh, he can speak French, which is great because he wouldn't have, he's then in that circuit. The Soleil. He was in that circuit du Soleil uh, oh, for a while. So he right. learned how to speak French there. Anyway, we talked about that. You know, I'm going to sue the pants off of is that Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I figured like, you had the heat was more with Shawn. Honestly, it it's, it's, mostly, it's mostly that Shawn Michaels because yeah. he was the guy who was leading me down a primrose path. And then he just, he just, the, 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 he just pulled the rug out from under me. I don't know if there was a rug on the primrose path or whatever that was. I might, carpeted, I, mean, yeah. I, I might be mixing my metaphors, but um, I, I he didn't just all, leave you down the prim, primrose path. Though, let's be honest, he told you that Royal Rumble was in the wrong state. He right. sent well, you to Paris instead of to Canada. I mean, this right. has been this right. has been all well, over the world. You've been deceived. there. There were many, many branching paths of primrose. Sure. Like there was one path that led me to Paris mm-hmm. and when I was supposed to be in Montreal. Right. There was another uh, uh, path that led me to Minneapolis when I was supposed to be, I don't know, somewhere in Texas, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, no, a lot of a lot of paths, uh, primrose and otherwise. So, yeah. Anyway. Well, I'm I'm I figure that's how this was going to go. I'm glad that you and Reggie are cool because I, I don't believe this is on either. Yeah. Of you. He, He's he's all right, you know. We there's no there's no heat between us. It's all right, Good. you know. You know. Um, do, do you have any ideas for new characters since this one is is taken? Well, you know, the uh, I was talking to uh, Lord Tensai, and I was like, you know, uh, here's here's something. Uh, looks like you're you're having that uh, the 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 young uh, the Italian feller who's a lawyer. Apparently, you're not going to have him play an Italian lawyer. So why mm-hmm. not? I mean, I I can do that. It's a me, Jesse Ventura. I'm a the lawyer. I'm here to 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 represent my client, uh, Tony Dia. I'm I'm working on the accent. I'm gonna get better. I'm, it, I'm watching. I think it sounds great, to be honest. Oh, like out the okay, gate. Good. 
it, yeah. it sounded really, really good. Just keep, just keep working at it. Keep drawing inspiration from, you know, uh, maybe the Super Mario movie because that's mm-hmm. new and came out, right? Yeah, yeah, but they don't really do the Italian accents in there. I watched that with my granddaughter, and there's no, they really don't do it on either that stuff in there. But I, I do watch, I do play a lot of the Mario games, so I can hear it's a me. Let's a go. That's a lot. As long as they give me the lines, it's a me and let's a go. I think I'm all right. So you're gonna be great. Do you yeah. um any, any thoughts on what uh women's talent might be uh, a princess peach in such a situation? Um. Well, you know, I uh, I like to. Think I guess you're hair. going. Think- you're going legal, though. You're not. You're just. You're just drawing inspiration from the accents, but for a lawyer. So I guess you right. don't really have to have a princess speech, but no, I I mean I'm I'm not it's, if she gets in any kind of legal trouble, I suppose I could represent her. That's I mean, a very if, good if, point. If they finally bust Thea Hale for possession, then I, I will be there to be her lawyer. You know, just call one eight hundred Jesse for you and I'll I'll be there as your lawyer. I got that, I got uh, that's a good one. So. That is a good one. That is a good okay. one. We have a, a super chat because you are a draw, as we've established many mm-hmm. times, saying, see, I've always thought, this is Jam Beard chiming in, saying, uh, see, I've always thought that Reggie was the son of Jesse and that they were Scripps Senior and Scripps Junior. Do you have any right. interest in a father-son angle? I think that's great. I think they already did that, though, with Kurt Angle and, and Jason Jordan, so it might be treading familiar sure. waters. But but other than that, I'm I'm fine with anything, you know. I just, sure. uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm here I'm 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 working out my contract. I'm I'm playing out the dates until it's over, and then I'm gonna go join AEW. You heard it here first. Oh my it's gosh! Gonna, yep, it's gonna be Huge. me. I'm 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 uh, I'm I'm gonna uh, join the BCC, uh, although it's gonna be called the Boa Combat Club. Uh, oh, I love that for you. It's, most of it's gonna be feather boas. You me know, and Moxley, Moxley, and I feather boas all over the place. I was just about to say, I feel like John Moxley is just like one of the most valuable wrestlers in AEW, right. but I do feel like he is maybe missing a little something in this heel run. And I he think need, that little something is feathered Bawas. He needs some more pizzazz. He, pizzazz. And what better way to get pizzazz than a feather there's, boa? There's, there's no better way to get pizzazz than with a feather boa. There's literally no better way. I can't yep. think of a single better way. All right. Any, any th- thoughts that you want to leave the people with? No, um, just uh, look for me, uh, hopefully next week, as uh, the Italian lawyer. Uh, All right, fingers that, crossed. Fingers crossed, hopefully. hopefully. And then also in, I don't know, they've, they're they they're adding time for injuries and also, right. you know, other other reasons I left work. Um, Honestly, you know, I like as far as next steps goes, and I don't want to put right. the, the car ahead of the horse here, but like, right. I, I mean – Jesse Ventura, pure champion in a ring of honor just feels right to me. That does, you know, like Jesse Ventura versus Shibata. Yep. Sure. Oh yeah. No, that's, that's true. Week. Mm-hmm. Yep. Most of that thing. I, I love the row. You know, I love the row anyway. I'm going to oh, you love the row and the pure love rules? the row. Who doesn't love the row? I'm not, I'm not up on t- like the uh, pure uh, uh, rules. Uh, I should watch the product anyway. I'm going to go, but I'm going to, uh, I'll talk to y'all uh, some other time. Okay. That sounds great. Thanks for stopping by, Scripps. Hey, buddy. Or formerly Scripps. What? Yeah, what no, happened? Jesse Ventura came in, the artist formerly known as Scripps. Again. I'll catch you up later. Him and Reggie are on good terms. He and HBK, uh, it's a whole thing. Oh, that's but... good. I'm so glad anyway. they squashed that beef. I'm so glad they squashed that beef. Yeah, um, in about a year, he'll be in the BOA uh, 
combat mm-hmm. club. So just keep an eye oh, out. That's great. Good for him. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, you know, what's weird. <clears throat> the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hank and tank are, are backstage uh, admiring the, the dentistry done on tank uh, in the mirror. And then uh, the double vest and the beads show up. And they talk about, you know what the best thing ever was when we beat the crap out of each other and now we're best friends again. It's made us even closer as a tag team. And then they leave and Hank and Tank are like, you know what we should do? We should beat each other up. Because you know what? You know what is you know what is no, you know what is is truly the best signifier of how close of friends you are, whether or not you fight and beat each other up. In order to prove what great trustworthy friends you are, you need to fight and beat each other up. Which might not be as dumb of a thing to say on another episode that doesn't include the upcoming thing we're about to see. Because they negate each other and make the whole thing fucking stupid. Um... They also say that they have to be as close as Double Vest and the Beach. They call them different names. I don't know why they called them Briggs and Jensen. That was weird. But they basically were like, we need to be as close as Double Vest and the Beach. And I was like, they hated each other like a month ago. Right, right. But now they're now they're, now they're best friends. Don't you get it? Yeah. <sighs> However, okay. I do like this Hank and Take connection. It reminds me of Shake and Bake from Ricky Bobby. I'm in on it. Uh, Wesley is, is, um, in the, um, trainer's room looking at, um, Tyler Bate, who's getting an ice pack on his, on his owie. Mm-hmm. And, um, he says, I'm going to go to the ring and I'm going to call out, um, Joe Gacy. Stay tuned. Um, and so, <clears throat> uh, he goes to the ring and he calls out Joe Gacy and, um, uh, let's have a fight. And Joe Gacy's like, Oh, well, I'm the. It's so good that you now realize that I am the only one who will tell you the truth. And um, uh, Tyler Ballard Bate has been hiding his true motives from you. Um, and uh, and then Tyler Bate comes out and he's like, Shut up, Joe Casey. You're dumb. I don't like you. Um, Relatable. And, and, uh, and I want to fight you at, um, at, at Battleground. And then Wesley is like, "Looks like you're pulling double duty," and um, and I uh, I don't like that Wesley's that dumb because that he know, he knows that's not a possibility, that's not a thing that's going to happen. Um, so then Tyler's like, "Oh wait, hold on," uh, and he gets in the ring. It's like um, I'd be lying if um, if if I didn't want a shot at that North American title. Um, and Joe Gacy's like, "You see, he's been deceiving you," and they both go, "Shut up." Um, and he says, but I promise I won't let our friendship, I won't let that title get in the way of our friendship. And, and, um, and now he's like, now you have a choice to make who you choose to fight a battleground, the sworn enemy who will tell you the truth or a friend who lies to your face, and stabs you in the back. Uh, and Wesley says, I'll take you both on because I'm a very dumb baby face and i want this and um and then he's he walks away from tyler Bate. he goes i don't even know who you are anymore 
So on the same friggin' show where we establish in back-to-back segments where we establish that the best way to prove how much you love your best friend is to fight them. They also say that fighting your best friend is a horrible stab in the back. And we can, like, it's like, can you not do the thing that negates the other thing right after the first thing? Is that not a way to, it's. It's real bad. It, um. Also, I just want to see Wesley fight someone one-on-one. Like, he's yeah. always in triple threat in multi-man yep. matches. Like, yep. um, I appreciate, I want to say I like, but I appreciate that they have found a place for um, this, like, Joe Gacy story to go of, like, hey, when is Joe Gacy going to go get his own? Because yeah. let's, realistically, GYB is probably on their way out, right? Yeah. And the cult leader should be someone who wants their own thing because they should want to be an example for Mm -hmm. creepy followers. Right. So um, I appreciate that Ava rain is being a part of that story. I don't like it, but they're Mm -hmm. trying to make sense of something. And I will always try and reward that. Um, The rest of the segment was bad. I don't think adding Joe Gacy into this is, um, adds a tremendous amount of value here. And I have a great deal of value in an extended, possibly Tyler Bate going over North American championship feud with Wesley. Perhaps Tyler Bate pins Joe Gacy, but that's bad for Joe Gacy. And I don't think you need to protect Wesley off of this. There are, so, two, like, there are only two options in this match. Joe Gacy wins. Um, exploiting the uh, bad blood between those two guys or Wesley retains. Um, Those are the only two options. I don't see one where Tyler Bate wins. Um, If if Wesley retains, then he and Tyler Bate continue the feud together. If Joe Gacy wins, then he moves on and does his own thing while Wesley and Tyler Bate have an how could you? You ruined my you might have my title reign and uh, Tyler Bate uh, uh, says, uh, as Luis reminds us, you offered me a title match last week and I turned it down. Why are you mad at me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe Gacy winning feels, and I'm not just saying this because I don't like the, the gimmick and it feels lost in the shuffle. It feels off for the same reason and I don't want to draw this comparison because I'm not someone that's saying they're the same, but like for the same reason, Bray Wyatt never really needed to be near a title. Like gimmicks like this just don't call for you to be, especially a mid card title holder. Like I'm the yeah, second no, most dominant it, it, title I holder. I understand a... why this character would go after the top title because it would gain him the amount of traction and exposure to bring others into the fold. Exactly. But like, I am a mid-card title holder. Listen to me and I will set you free. It does not make a lot of sense. You know no. what I mean? No. Maybe he can um, only recruit cult members from North America. Perhaps. That could be it. Uh, and Jake's. they can only be 205 pounds or less. 
Jake Sauerzar says, could you imagine Wesley and Tyler Bate in New Japan? He'd be cooking in the best of Super Junior right now. Yeah, yep. you can always imagine guys in other promotions, though. You know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. Battle of the Super Juniors is crushing it mm-hmm. right now. I got to catch up. Yeah. Um, uh, how, how uh, yeah, I, I would love to watch just Ty- Tyler Bate and Wesley have a match. And with Casey not even anywhere near, near it, but. I honestly, the, the way you could get it would be kind of fun, honestly, out of this. Not that I really want this because they're doing something over on AEW right now that's similar, but Joe Gacy somehow um, uh, getting himself booked into a one-on-one match between Wesley and Tyler Bate as the special guest referee. So Joe Gacy gets to decide who wins. Ooh. And that's gets fun. to then by like slow counting for somebody pisses off these guys like how did you pay him off or whatever and it's just him manipulating them against each other that's interesting to me that's Um, super fun joe gacy in a triple threat with them is like Mm. i really like your idea though that's really fun i mean i don't want special guest referees and matches unless they have a, a real reason to actually do stuff, you know? Yes. But anyway. Um, so <laughs> that would be a jam beard says it wouldn't be the best idea, but also not the worst have Tyler and Wes double pin Gacy and HBA HBK comes out and turns into a singles match between Tyler and Wes. That could be, see, like a manipulative character doing that, I think is actually really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, And Jake says, Kate, Leo Rush is cooking. Let me tell you something. Leo Rush is someone I am so happy for. While a bunch of people were making retirement jokes, I Mm -hmm. like, I came on this show and I had said stuff about how, like, I think people underestimate how difficult this mm-hmm. is and that it's probably very easy to want to retire and that every wrestler probably wants to retire because they're always injured all the time. This mm-hmm. is really hard and it's an impossible uphill climb. That dude is absolutely crushing it in New Japan. I am so happy for him. He's doing incredible work. I think he found an environment that he really likes working in that is showcasing his style to the like fullest extent of what he's capable of. That is working for him from a schedule standpoint. He's healthy. He's crushing it. I am so happy for that dude. Mm-hmm. Leave your shitty retirement jokes at home. They're not mm-hmm. funny. They weren't funny the first time, and now they're not funny and tired. Leo Rush rules. You go, Leo Rush. Yep. <clears throat> Good. That's nice. Um, okay. Uh, so, uh, um, <laughs> um, we got uh, Roxanne versus JC Jane. Um, yeah. Roxanne, well, JC Jane got interviewed backstage. Uh, I realized, I, I thought that the hat reminded me of Debbie Gibson, and it kind of does, but now I realize that it's the it's Jack Nicholson as the Joker. That's what the hat is for me now, that she's JC Jane Napier. Um, <laughs> uh, that's that's what it is, because the hat is has such a wide brim. Um, and But... Uh, she, she, you know, gets a, like, I, I wish I could have be beating up Gigi Dolan. That's what she says. Um, 
And then we get to see Roxanne in her little bedroom with, I'm sure, princesses all over the wall. And she has a little vision board that she created with all of their favorite little pictures that she took because uh, when back when she was in middle school, uh, which I think was last week, because that's how they treat her when they write her like this. Well, vision boards are a great way to cope with your anxiety, which, as we all know, makes you a loser. Right, exactly. But also, the way that they write her, like the the oldest she could possibly be is fourteen years old. Oh, for and sure. and when they were like. She wears that bow in her hair and he wrestles to remind little girls everywhere they can be whatever they want to be. Or she wears that bow because the costume designer has been told to present her as as young as possible. She wears that bow in her hair to give her the confidence to ask her crush to the Sadie Hawkins dance. That's what it feels like. She's a woman. She's a young woman, but she's a full-grown woman. (laughs) She... She got an A on the social studies test, and so her dad's going to let her borrow the car. Um, yeah, yeah, it's. Um, you could have like innocent, naive adult woman. <laughs> you can, you can do that, but they don't seem to want to do that. Um, uh, but yeah, Roxanne Rock- Perez uh, eventually uh, ends up defeating J.C. Jane. Uh, she hits the pop rocks. Uh, she and Tiffany have a face off. They should be facing off in the finals of the tournament. I will go to my dying day saying that. Um, and then uh, Gigi Dolan rushes the ring and beats the hell out of uh, J- uh, JC Jane. Kind of sort of unprovoked um, because JC Dane didn't cost Gigi Dolan the match last week. She Thank could you. have, easily could have, and then this would be um, warranted. Warranted. The thing about it is like, well, they're in a feud. So like, no, that I, I firmly believe this. If the baby face is going to do something aggressive, the, the, the heel needs to have provoked that specifically either last episode with an action, a real action or this episode with something. And they didn't. So it's just, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, I have a, a bigger issue with it, too, when there's an obvious opportunity that they don't capitalize on it. I also feel like this feud has been dragging on. I know part of it was an injury. I also felt like this match was fine, but it did not feel like a tournament match. It did not feel um, like it really went into the gear that I know both of these women are capable of, right. especially Roxanne. Pop Rock's always a fun finisher. Right person won here. Um but if you, J.C. Jane, would rather be fighting Gigi Dolan, then go fight Gigi Dolan. Like, it, 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 I just mm, felt like a waste of a tournament spot. And yeah. to your point, it made the face feel like the bad guy because Gigi mm-hmm. Dolan just attacked her for no reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Very odd. Um, but uh, Cyclo saying, what if we get two DQs and it becomes a fatal four-way? This is impossibly dumb. Which means there's a good chance they might think about doing it. Joel, you can just use your regular handle, Joel Pearl. I don't know why you're going with that. Uh, um, I think it's more likely, very possible we just get Cora Jade versus Roxanne. But yeah. I, I think it's also very possible that they pull a, a shenanigan here where it is mm-hmm. Tiffany versus Lyra via mm-hmm. somebody else. They like to do returns in tournaments and, and um, yeah. reverse engineer them into brackets they just could have been in. So yes, um, yeah. I, I could see that. It just kind of, I don't, I can't even describe why. It just feels like it has that kind of energy about it. Right. 
Cam Watson says, as I don't watch NXT, but always agree with Alex's logic. Thank you. I would love to see him book a fantasy tournament however he liked, or maybe a competition between him and Adam Blompier. That's a mm. money match. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily do as in-depth uh, uh, fantasy booking as he does. I go like, okay, listen, instead of this crap, how about this general idea? Could we do that, something like this instead, as opposed to here is the result of every match in the six months, which I honestly respect, but I don't think I have the brain power to do it. But uh, thank you for, uh, for the competition. Gross underestimation of your abilities. But one thing that I always appreciate about the way you have these discussions is like when we were talking about Imperium and Giovanni Vinci wasn't on the main roster and there were just two guys and you were like, it's a much easier device when you have three guys for X, Y, yep. and Z. Like, I appreciate that you not only, um, which is, which is a non-fantasy booking thing, right? Is like more you speak to the devices and the way people are being used rather than almost, and those specific characters kind of fill in the grid rather than like, I'd book this guy, this guy, this guy, or whatever. Um, but you have a great wrestling mind and you hate compliments. So I thought I would give you one on air. Appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Breaker. Uh, so, Hey, everyone compliment and- Alex. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Carmelo and trick come out again and they call out Braun Breaker again. And he comes out with a phalanx of security dudes who he says is there to actually protect them from him. Um, uh, honestly, I think that the very easy way of doing this is like, these guys weren't my idea. I was all set to come out here and beat the two of you guys up again. But management back there said I had to bring them out here so they would keep us separated. That's fine with me. You know, whatever. I, 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 I was, it was heavy it's day at the gym today. It's not fine with me, Alex. Uh, no? No, because Braun Breaker is bigger than both of these dudes, and he should be looking for a fight. You went into a barbershop looking for a fight or looking right. to start one, and now you're bringing right. security out with you when the fight might be possible? He's not a chicken shit heel. No, 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 he's, he's a not. He's like no. looking for a he, fight. No. Get security no. out of here and your weird They're, NXT cops right. that you, we are not allowed to see right. the next in the faces of. Um, there is a difference between chicken shit heel and a heel who has nothing to prove. Braun has nothing to prove to these two gentlemen. He doesn't have the title. No, he doesn't. But that's the other thing about this is everyone is forgetting this detail of, uh, I saw people were like, why? Because he says in this thing, I don't really even care about taking the title from you. I just want to beat the hell, I just want to beat the hell out of you. Um, And they're so close to getting to the to to what I think could be a really iconic story for these two gentlemen, but they refuse to be honest about the way their last match ended. They refuse to be honest about it. They like to lie to us about it. Braun was the was the champion forever, and by the end of it, he was getting booed by people just for for being a guy they had gotten tired of. I don't Which was my proof. favorite I, promo that he gave. I was the champ forever. They Dolph Ziggler came down as a mercenary and beat me, and then I got it back from him. Okay? Like, this is a former world champion, I don't know how many time Intercontinental champion, decided to come down here, and I beat him. Okay? 
I, I, I sent Tommaso Ciampa off to the main roster, NXT mainstay. I've beaten every Apollo Crews came back to NXT just to take the title from me. He couldn't do it. I sent his ass back to Raw. And the only guy who was able to take the title from me was you, Carmelo. Kudos. Oh, wait, it wasn't you, was it? It was you, Trick. When you hit me in the back of the head with a title belt while I was putting your boy in the Steiner recliner. And if you hadn't done that, then I would win. And you'd be right back down to being not the A champ. You wouldn't be the anything champ. Because if you don't cheat, I'm still the champ. But the problem is they put words in Carmelo's mouth about how um, uh, I, I was the guy that beat you. Nobody could beat you, and then I beat you. But how? How'd you beat him? You were losing. And then your buddy hit him in the back of the head with the belt. You straight up cheated to beat him. And no one is being honest about that part. I love the idea of Braun being done with the title because all that did was bring him grief. All he wants to do is get back at the guys who cheated to take that title off of him. You know what? Honestly, that was a blessing in disguise. I don't want to be the champ anymore, but I do want to kick your ass. That's a that that's a really interesting dynamic, especially because Carmelo has been more of a babyface since that moment. If he actually feels kind of bad that that's the reason he did it and can be honest with himself and be honest with us, then he can say, you know what, Braun, you're right. You're right. I didn't beat you the right way last time, but I'm going to beat you the right way this time. That's the story and how he tells Trick. I don't want you getting involved. You can be out there. You're my brother, but I don't want you getting involved. And Trick can't help himself because he sees that his buddy at the match is in peril. So he tries to get involved and it's Carmelo who tells him, get the hell out of here. I love you. You got to go because if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it the right way. And he finally does. And he beats Braun clean. That's a great story, but they're not telling the most crucial part of it which is that Carmelo and Trick cheated to beat Braun. And Braun has a, re a real righteous reason to be pissed at them as and opposed to just being, I'm the heel now. That also makes sense to why the title would be on the line because Braun doesn't care about the title right now. He's not trying to get it back. Why would this be a title defense? Doesn't make sense yet. But if you do it that way, Carmelo has to win the title the right way. He, he also said, I don't want the title. Yeah, he Carmelo literally doesn't says, want this. Carmelo, Carmelo says, Car at the, when, when Carmelo issued the challenge for Battleground and Braun didn't want it, and Carmelo says, you're going to accept this challenge. Like, the, also, a good reason for that is also that he knows he did it the wrong way. And the reason he needs Braun to come back and face him a second time is so that he can prove to himself, to trick, to everybody that he can beat Braun by himself. But no. Alex, you're forgetting the most important, which is to the WWE universe. This also was weird. Uh, the, it, the delivery of this was not good. Braun no. was talking shit about a bunch of the um, Boston sports team, which is an incredibly effective heel device. If you're in Boston. Right, I know. You're in Orlando. Nobody gives no. a shit about the Celtics in Orlando. No, it's true. 
<laughs> it was like your own dynasty came to an end with the Patriots, and they're like, we're maybe Buccaneers fans, maybe. Um, yeah. So that was just the delivery of this was clunky, which is a bummer because, like I said, I, I've really liked what Braun has been doing as a heel lately. So wish we saw more of that. Um, but yeah, not a bad feud. They're leaving money on the table by not doing it the right way, like you said, though. Yeah, and it also it would be it would be one of those things of like a, a very iconic uh, thing that we would look back on in NXT of like the especially when these two guys and I firmly believe this will be will should be really really big stars on the main roster to look back on on that feud especially if they did it in that way being honest about it would be a really thing we could look back on in a few years and. Um, but anyway, um, and here's another part I hate because the, the, there's a brawl breaks out. Um, most of, of the, of the security guys drag trick up the ramp and it ends up being just Braun and Carmelo in the ring. So does Carmelo, um, dodge, uh, bronze spear and, um, and, and hit him with a, well, I don't know, one of like a, a, one of his little moves. Kicks him in the balls and then hits him with a belt to prove that he's learned nothing about. Correct. That's fucking dumb. This is dumb. It's very dumb. It's yeah. a dumb way to go home, unfortunately. It's also just weird that you had two like calling out segments in the same episode. <laughs> I get that they were trying to create a through line, but it just felt odd. Yeah. All right. All right. We got a lot. We got a lot of good hotel puns. Thank first- you. Jambeard says the lead detective against Tony D has to be Tyler Breeze as a fashion detective. Hell yeah. WWE has him has him working on up, up, down, down. As it wouldn't feel right if Dango wasn't there and he's doing other things. No, there's um, so much money in pretty deadly versus them. Yeah, I know. Uh Val Capone said that's <sighs> how I that's how I knew Kate and, and I were tight bros from way back when. She just beat the crap out of me on the Jericho crew as soon as we saw each other. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Val's incredible. She's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will fight uh, it, her. It's really Brian says, went to the first ever NXT house show in Davenport, Florida on Friday. See, it was. Blair Davenport attacks somebody um, in Davenport. Highlights include Ivy choking bitches out, Joe Coffee slash Charlie Dempsey putting on a clinic, Thea's cocaine level energy, and Cora yelling at me for wearing my Roxanne shirt. That's fun. Uh, glad Ivy that, Nile glad that- is, is maybe the biggest miss that they have right now. Meaning, I mean, like, what they aren't doing with her compared to her potential. Um, Ivy Nile uh, just sneaking up behind Ava Rain and putting her in that awesome uh, choke <laughs> that she does was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, push uh, her. She should be a title contender. Push her. Jake Sauerzar asking a question that I, I can't answer. Tito Ortiz fighting again? I don't know. Is that true? I'm not sure. I don't follow any of that. Um, and Jay Esquire says, rank worst to best. Um, I'm, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to say these gentlemen in the order of worst to best. Giant Gonzalez, Omas, Great Kali, Big Show, Andre the Giant. Uh, I'm not going to rank talent. Uh, I'll say Andre the Giant's the best out of them, but I, uh, that's, that's that, not my chance. That's, that's, how, that's how I would do it. But um, I'm not going to confirm or deny that that's exactly how mine would go. But I'm, okay, not here, here I'm not here to do that. <laughs> Ricardo, 
Ricardo says Hard Times Hotel. Uh, Jambeer says the SmackDown <laughs> Hotel. Uh, Ricardo says Hard Hard The Rock Hotel. Um, <laughs> Jake Sourzar says Leva Bates Motel. Oh, that's psycho. really good. Uh, Jambeard says the LaBelle Boy Lock. Oh, wow. Very nice. See, Electric Mayhem says Tom. Uh, oh, says, I'm Tom Bo Dallas from Motel 6. We'll leave a light on for you. Remember those old? I do remember those. Oh, my gosh. Tom, Tom Bodette from Motel 6. We leave a lot on for you. Really Unfortunately, the bulb, the bulb burnt out three years ago, and we haven't changed We've it. never replaced it. Enjoy your broken uh, radiator and your sheets from 1973. <laughs> my dad was so cheap on road trips. We always stayed at Motel 6s. Oh, oh my gosh. So See, bad. my dad worked for IBM his whole career, so I got to be a, a Marriott and a Hilton brat most of my life. <laughs> uh, Larry uh, B. Dupree says jacket timeshare. <laughs> uh, Tom Lavalley says the new days in Kingston location. Very nice. Uh, Chris Pereira says the embassy suites by Hilton Hotels. That's right. Uh, Drew Oakley says Gunther, your intercontinental breakfast champion. <laughs> Ricardo says Bob Holiday, Indy Hartwell. Very nice. I like uh, doubled ones. Larry B. Dupree says he'll turn down service. <laughs> Larry B. Dupree says Motel 6. S-Y-X-X. Oh, very good. Very good. It also says happy birthday. Oh, thank you um, so much. Uh, Larry B. Dupree says the mini bar. <laughs> we don't just we set are. the mini bar. <laughs> we are the mini bar. <laughs> Um, Sean Murphy says into Sheraton. <laughs> That's very good. And also heavy ice machinery. Uh, Jake Sourzar says Sheraton Benjamin. Ricardo says super crazy eight. Very good. Chris Burra says the M Michinoku valet driver. <laughs> um, Ricardo <laughs> says super eight kick. Body. A lot of Super 8 ones. Respect. Um, uh, Larry B. Dupree says Intercontinental Breakfast Champion. We already got that one again, but this is really good. It's a really um, good one. Uh, Jake Sourzar says Veer asks for the hourly rates. Oh. <laughs> I don't Electric... know. He, he stays for a long time. <laughs> Electric Mayhem says Dwayne the Howard Johnsons. Wow. That's Very really good. good. Chris Morris says The Cot Father. <laughs> That's a, that's a terrible hotel if you're sleeping on a cot. Uh, Chris Pereira says, Sensational Sheraton Hotel. Very good. Larry B. Dupree's band who wrote the best Stone Cold theme song, Do Not Disturbed. <laughs> I'll take it. J.W. Uh, Pringle says, Reservation Booker T. Oh. Okay. Jesse Sorry. Ozog says, LA Nights, L.A. Nights Inn. <laughs> Louisville says Scripps Carlton, not the Ritz Carlton, the Scripps Carlton. <laughs> and uh, Ricardo says Hard Brock Hotel. That's very nice. Very good. These very are all good. good. Uh, and also, uh, Luis says the only thing Tito Ortiz is fighting is the urge to tweet stupid ass bullshit. <laughs> all right. All right. Do we have anything else here for the top? We got a few. We got some. We got we got some jukeboxes. Um, Taylor Cannon says, uh, is a 21 month member and says, Hope you had a phenomenal birthday, Kate's great. Thank you so much. 
Uh, Jambier says, Kate, I learned a long time ago as a young man from my mom, a, la a lady never ages past 27. Even after That's 40, they're still 27. That is uh, correct. T. Electric says, happy belated, Kate. The housekeeping of black. <laughs> uh, and G. Bro says, new Zelda plus Kalex simultaneously. Best day ever. Thank well, you, thank you. I hope you're enjoying it. All right. Okay. Um, oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. This is like the, the jukebox days of yore. Hojo Rowley. Raleigh. Hojo Rowley. Hojo Rowley is really good. My, my partner in 69 jokes, really. He's phenomenal yeah. at them as mm -hmm. well. Um, Jambeard wants uh, Regal to sing Ooh La La by Run the Jewels. But Darby is the one to sing the ooh la la part of the chorus. That song rules. And that album was fantastic. Run the jewels. Oh, wait. Let's see here. Why is this? Okay. Um, okay. Where, where is it? No. Where did it go? Why is it gone? Um, while you're digging that out, Lord Kev said, sorry to bring there down the go. chat, but may I have small prayers for my older fur baby, Bella? She's having some health issues and we could use the love, uh, of course. I obviously just went through that yes. past year. Um, so yeah. sending you all of the love and that we could possibly send your way. It's, it's yeah. the Lord Kev, absolutely. most heart-wrenching. <laughs> uh, -huh. uh, okay, uh, here we go. Um, okay. Uh, let's get this over here so I can look at the camera while I'm doing it. <clears throat> Ooh la la, ah wee wee. 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 Ooh la la, Malachi Black. <laughs> Looking for M's like I lost a friend. Jump out of my bed like where the bread. You gonna hold the egg? Wait to bring the check. When we talk, we Kalashnikov. Keep us in your thoughts. Fully dressed the crack of dawn. Weapons leading off. I can hear them from the block. Sit them creeping through the fog. Season's greetings. Now feeding season can start. Oh my God. Looking alive. Looking like I live on a crooked line. Doing fine. Do you want a maximum stupid? I am the guy. Ooh la la, ah wee wee. Ooh la la, ah wee wee. Ooh la la, ah wee wee. Brody King. Um. <laughs> I don't know why the Brody King one gets me so I don't much. know why it does it. I don't know what it does. Um, uh, go listen to Run the Jewels. They're the best of that song rules and that album rules. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Uh, so Linda to sing the Sailor Moon theme song. Oh Lord! Which I'm not. I'm not. I, I don't know if Linda's uh, uh, familiar with. I, I'm. I'm not familiar with the song. I know Sailor Moon, but I don't. I didn't know the theme song. Hold on. Let's see if Linda knows it. Fighting evil by moonlight, winning love by daylight. Never room a real fight. The one named Sailor Moon. She will never turn her back on a friend. She's always there to defend. She's the one on whom we can depend. She's the one named Sailor. Sailor Venus, Sailor Mercury, Sailor Mars, Sailor Jupiter. With secret powers also new to her, she's the one named Sailor Moon. Fighting evil by moonlight, fighting, winning love by daylight, with the Sailor Scouts to help her fight. 
she's the one named Sailor Moon. She is the one named Sailor Moon. I once got mooned by a sailor, so I (gasps) I feel like I can relate. Oh my goodness, remember that night? How could I forget? I got mooned by a sailor. You got mooned by a sailor. Uh, uh, Tiffany to sing See My Vest by Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Oh, come on. You guys know I don't watch The Simpsons. doesn't matter. You, you read lyrics. I don't know a lot of these songs. But they're lost on me. Everybody else is in on the joke except the person mm-hmm. telling it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Some men hunt for sport. Others hunt for food. The only thing I'm hunting for is an outfit that looks good. See my vest? See my vest? Made from real gorilla chest. Feel this sweater. There's no better than an authentic Irish setter. See this hat? Twas my cat. My evening wear vampire bat. These white slippers are albino. African endangered rhino. Grizzly bear underwear. Turtlenecks. I've got my share. Beret of poodle on my noodle. It shall rest. Toodles. (laughs) I hope everybody else in this hotel is like, what the fuck is happening in that room? It's true. (laughs) Um, Here we go. Uh, uh, Ricardo says, Regal does mbop. Also, also, Saraya Knight's in. Okay. Um, Oh, very good. You have so many relationships in this life, only one or two will last. You're going through all the pain and strife that you turn your back and they're gone so fast. Reminds me of someone. Oh, yeah, and they're gone so fast. Yeah, yeah, oh. So hold on to the ones who really care. In the end, they'll be the only ones there. And when you get old, start losing your hair. Can you tell me who will still care? Can you tell me who will still care? Man of the mask. Mm, bop. Dab dab oo bop baba doo bop oom bop 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 doo yeah yeah mm bop baba dab doo bop bop dab doo bop 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 yeah mad in the mask um thank you that's good I think that's good um uh okay uh oh here we go um uh Gallus Jim Beard wants Gallus to sing Diggy Diggy Hole. <laughs> by wind by wind rose where do you guys come up with some of these things uh okay gallus singing um diggy diggy hole <clears throat> rollers on a minor joy swing 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 with me big on your right pick a rise away sailing down down in the deep who knows what you're finding you're driving through the school the more hiding in the mountain store the brown of the ground suckle from the teeth of stone rails in the dead of considerers there are a mountain home yeah, skin made of air and steal our bones. The dig and dig makes us free. Come on, brothers, sing with me. I'm a dwarf and I'm digging a hole. Diggy, diggy hole. Diggy, diggy hole. I'm a dwarf and I'm digging a hole. Diggy, diggy hole. <laughs> digging a hole. Hey, he's a gallus. Um, gallus boys on top. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, I guess some good. There's some good Darby ones. I want to kind of keep them, keep them apart. Um. <laughs> Okay, uh, okay. Uh, Jambeard says, Luis might hate me for my next song request. I've No More Fs to Give by Thomas Benjamin Wild to be sung by Gunther. And Luis says, yes, I may hate Jambeard for this. Again, I don't know what this is. 
Is it Willy Wonka related? I don't know. It, it sounds like it could be, but we'll sing it as Gunther. Here we go. Yeah, I tried, 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 tried even more. I tried, cried, cried. I can't recall what for. I've pressed, I've pushed, I've yelled, I've bagged, you know, hopes of some success. But the inevitable fact is that it will never impress. I've no more facts to give. My facts have run it dry. I've tried to go fuck shopping, but there's no facts left to buy. I've no more facts to give. There are more facts I've tried to get. I'm over my fuck budget, and I'm now in fucking debt. Here it just says ukulele. I do not have my ukulele, so I cannot do it. I cannot do it. Can you sing a yeah. ukulele solo real quick? Blink, 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 dink, blink, dink, 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 blink, dink, dink. Nailed it. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. yeah really good. Yes, thank you. Beautiful um, art. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um, we got. There's so many Darby ones. Okay. Um, <laughs> Word yourself into uh, a shoot with that, brother. <laughs> here we go. Um, in honor of Kate's birthday, uh, can Darby Allen sing "Celebration" by Cool and the Gang? Of course. <laughs> of course. I feel like I don't even need to lead, lead the lyrics to this one. Um, come on now. Let's see. We're redirecting. 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 Here we go. <clears throat> Yahoo. This is a celebration. Yahoo, this is celebration. Celebrate good times. Come on, let's celebrate. Celebrate good times. Come on, let's celebrate. There's a party going on right here. <laughs> a celebration to last throughout the years. So bring your good times and your laughter too. We're going to celebrate and party with you. Come on now, Malachi Black. Celebration. Let's all celebrate and have a good time. Celebration. We gonna celebrate and have a good time, Brody King. Um, uh, okay. Um, um, all right. Uh, uh, Tom Lavalley wants Tony D to read Benedict's monologue from Much Ado About Nothing, Act Two, Scene Three, when he is tricked into falling for Beatrice. You guys You're not things. Jesse Ozog. That's so weird. Yeah, it's so weird, right? I'll take it. Um, I'm excited, but here we go. I do much wonder that one man, seeing how much another man is made a fool when he dedicates his behaviors to love, will, after he half laughed at such shallow follies at others, become the argument of his own scorn by falling in love. And such a man is Claudio. I have known when there was no music with him but the drum and the fife. And now he'd rather hear the tabor and the pipe. I have known when he would walk ten miles afoot to see good armor. And now he only lie ten nights awake carving the fashion of a new doublet. He was wont to speak plain and to the purpose like an honest man and a soldier. And now is he turned orthography. His words are a very fantastical banquet and just so many strange dishes. May I be so converted and see with these eyes? I cannot tell. I, I think not. I will be sworn by love may transform me to an oyster. But I'll take my <laughs> oath on it. Till he have made an oyster of me, he shall never make me such a fool. Eh? Gabagool. Um, Good oyster. Good yeah, armor. Good armor, copy. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> One woman is fair, yet I am not well. In other words, wise, and I am well, not a virtuous. 
that I am well, but till all graces be in one woman, one woman shall not come in my grace. Huh? 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 Rich she shall be, that's certain. Wise or I'll none. Virtuous or I'll never cheapen her. Fair or I'll never look on her. Mild or come not near me. Noble or not I for an angel. Of good discourse, an excellent musician, and her hair shall be eh, of what color it please God. See, I'm not too picky anyway. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Um, Tony D seems like someone who is concerned that his women are of good discourse for sure. Uh, I was walking through my kitchen with my headphones on and heard someone say my name and almost responded out loud. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Uh, perfect. Okay. Um, uh, so. <clears throat> Uh, Papa Pulowski to sing I'm Batty from Fergu- Ferngully, requested by Jam Beard. Well, he is he is definitely Batty. Hold on. Um, okay. Uh, uh, let me let me tell you a story. It's all about Zap. Your name is Batty. The logic is erratic. Potato in a jacket, poison in the attic. I rock and rambled. My brain is scrambled. I rap like an animal, but I'm a, a, a mammal. Uh, all of our cosmetics are non Carcinogenic. I've been brain fried, electrified, affected, and injectified, vivisectified, fed pesticide. My my face is all uh, cut up because my radar is all shut up. I nurse. I need a, a checkup from the neck up. I'm bratty. It seems to have no effect, doctor. Get another one. Get, get me an animal. They use and abuse me, batters and bruise me, red wires and green wires struck them right through me. So hear my batty word and exercise a little prudence. When dealing with humans, what? Um, that's good. Uh, uh, okay. Um, uh, Kim Watson wants Tiffany Stratton performing the Unicorn Invasion of Dundee by Glory Hammer. And happy birthday wishes, Miss Kate Faye. Thank you very much. They came with the first light of dawn, setting their sights on Dundee, led by the sorcerer Zag. Zagathrax? Slaying, like me, all the people he sees. They ride to war and once on noble beasts corrupted by wizard spell. The unicorns used to be good. Now they are forced to serve in hell. Down from the mountains, across the river Tay, an army of undead unicorns are riding into the fray. Fireballs and lightning are raining from the sky. Chaos and bloodshed while all people die. And this epic battle begins the final war. Tragedy will strike this day. Prepare for a Tiffany Epiphany, the unicorn invasion of Dundee. Toodles. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Home stretch. Darby Allen singing Lovely Day by Bill Withers. <laughs> <clears throat> When I wake up in the morning, love, and the sunlight hurts my eyes, and something without warning, love, bears heavy on my mind, then I look at you, and the world's all right with me. Just one look at you, and I know it's going to be a lovely day. A lovely day. Lovely day. 
No more chats, by the way. No more. We're done. We're no way no, over. No, no. Way, we're way, over. way over. No, we're, we'll do that next time. Jam Beard, we're doing this next week. Luis, you're in charge of keeping that for next week. All right. Um, Gallus singing Interstate Love Sign by Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, great song. <clears throat> Waiting on a Sunday afternoon for what I've read between the lines, your ladies, feeling like a hand of roasted shame. So, do you laugh or does it cry? Reply, leaving on a southern train, only yesterday you laid. But privacy is what I seem to be, only watch the time goodbye. I, all these things you seem to be breathing, the hardest thing you do at all. They said, and all's dead for you, you laid, did reply. Leaving on a southern train, well, yesterday you laid, promises I was a southern Dallas boys on top. Um, and then finally, Darby Allen singing Rubber Ducky from Sesame Street. Oh, Rubber Ducky, you're the one. You make bath time lots of fun. Rubber Ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. Vovo, vodio. Rubber Ducky, joy of joys. When I squeeze you, you make noise. Rubber Ducky, you're my very best friend. It's true. Oh, every day when I make my way to the tubby, I find a little <laughs> fellow who's cute and yellow and chubby. Rub-a-dub-dubby, Brody King. Rubber ducky, you're so fine. And I'm lucky that you're mine. Rubber ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. Every day when I make my way to the tubby, I find a little fellow who's cute and yellow and spooky. Rub-a-dub-dookie. Malachi Black. Rubber Ducky, you're so fine, and I'm lucky that you're mine. Rubber Ducky, I'd like a whole pond of. Rubber Ducky, I'm awfully fond of. <laughs> you. Buddy Matthews. Um, <laughs> On my way to the tubby. Absolutely <laughs> drunk me. Uh, yeah, I figured. Um, on my way to the top eight battle guy black. Oh my god. Um uh says young Suzuki is to tuxedo mask for Linder. Yeah, there you go. All right, that's enough. Thank you everybody for still being here. All two hundred and fifty of you. That is enough. Time for bed. All right. It's all so done. We're done. Um We'll we'll see you we'll see you next week. Toodles. Talk, talking about this stuff. Uh, keep cool. Gabagool. I'm also with you. <laughs>